Reset. Hard reset. Okay, this will work. Something more. Insightful. Interviews. It's not about me. Report the facts. Narrow focus. The women who ran for president. Victoria was the first. And also not even legally allowed to. Not because she was a woman, but because she was only 33. People didn't really care about that because they didn't take her seriously. But why? They feared my ideas. No, you're not in this. This is an exploration of you. But without you. Without me. That's how... Shh! Stop it. This is an interview podcast now. And my first subject is a former Wall Street broker who used to attend Victoria's speeches on 14th Street. Sir, do you think Victoria's run for president was real? Sure, it was real. I was there. The words and the way she spoke. In the downturn, I lost it all. President Grant didn't help. Boss Tweed didn't help. Are they real? What she said up there, she felt my pain. You don't just get up in front of the world and announce your candidacy as a lock. Ain't you ever hear tell about how she saw that man on the street? He was broken by the panic, and she knew she had to be more than just a gold digger. What about her past? That she... We all got a past. I got syphilis. All of us got issues we don't wish we had. Ain't Grant just right in his past of beating those bloody gray bastards? Excuse my French. I don't care what she did. I care what she can do. Past is dead. But if the past makes future, then use that past. But why do you think she's doing it? Why she want to be president? Because it's president. Hey, oh, i do it for just the house. Thank you. Now let us move on. Here is Elizabeth Cady Stanton, the famed suffragette leader. What are your thoughts on Victoria Woodhull's run? First, it's suffragist. Let us not demean with endings that are not needed. One needs no suffix to fight injustice. Oh, that's good. Put that on a placard. I was the first woman to run for national office. I received 24 votes. When Susan Anthony and I worked for women's rights, we had to fight every day. Did I make mistakes? Yes. I regret certain moments. But in the end, the movement is bigger than one person. But Woodhull... I'm getting to it. Victoria cares about Victoria. If that happens to line up with your ideals, then great. But when your ideals no longer help Victoria, then Victoria is gone. She's not a movement. She's a person. There's a reason we don't remember her. Fireworks are bright, dazzling fun, but there's no meaning to them beyond the momentary rush. I served the cause. Victoria wants to be the cause. Real things last. Showmen fade. Except Barnum, maybe. People remember him. And certain celebrities. Look, it's not all one thing or another. But I've said my piece. Thank you for your... She supported my campaign. Me. Until I was of no use to her. What she said is total... That's not the format. You aren't in this. Stop interrupting. The suffrage movement took my money, my fame, and never let me forget I was from poverty, a scarlet past... When I asked for full-throated support, they... You blackmailed them. Yeah, well, I was owed. The spirits said I was to be president. The fates moved it. Then why did you lose? Fear. Men like Anthony Comstock took... Comstock! Yes, actually... He's the next interview because this podcast is an interview show, not a conversation with Victoria Woodhall. Format, 
cut all that. Reset, reset the, re, re, reset to the format. Oh. I'm here now with anti-vice crusader Anthony Comstock. Your outfit is too revealing. Your exposed ankles could drive men to self-abuse. You are very much a problem. Can you talk about Victoria Woodhull? I can, but may I? You mean may, not can. Also, can is slang for the posterior, and thus we must not use such language lest it lead to lust. The word can? Stop tempting me, harlot! Now, the world must understand. Victoria Woodhall is a wanton slattern. I had a friend who once saw a French postcard that so engorged him, he sought out a prostitute and died of the pox. This is happening everywhere. Young, innocent boys hear Victoria Woodhull preach free love and then... Oh, I cannot even say it. Say what? Stop moving your lips in such a lewd manner. Was she serious? Serious as the plague. A woman is a saintly creature, and this nasty woman would spoil and mar womanhood with the mark of Jezebel. She says all women are harlots, are whores, because of supposed inequality in marriage. All the men I know treat their wives well. I am offended on behalf of women. My mother was not a whore, Mrs. Woodhull. Will not someone think of the children? That's why you use a never-before-enforced postal law to have her imprisoned? Oh, lock her up for the good of society, yes. If she wasn't guilty, she wouldn't have been arrested. I only wish we could mete out biblical justice. Now, I must go and shut down a candy store. Sugar is the devil's pert, alluring teat. I go. Um, thank you. <laughs> His voice is worth hearing? You have to hear all sides. Do you? What of her? Hello. Oh, um, hi. Isabella Beecher Hooker of the famous Beecher family. My sister wrote Uncle Tom's Cabin. I was a crusader for equality, all forms. Is she worth hearing? Uh, Yes. Harriet also wrote another book with a character based on Victoria, but it was very mean. But most important was Victoria's connection to the other world. Oh, ghost stuff. No mere stuff. The stuff of the Holy Father. Oh, holy stuff, huh? Let her speak. I am. Go ahead, Miss Beecher. Oh, I don't understand all of what Victoria says about politics or marriage or those ideas, but the spirits chose her. I have never been drawn to any woman like her. I know she has visions, and it's all the will of the Almighty. She said her gentleman ghost told her... You know, uh, sorry. Uh, We already had Katie Stanton, so the suffragette... Suffragist... Angle is covered. Thank you for your time, but... She was my benefactor. The spirits are God's conduit. We serve them. Her spirit told her she is to be president. And following that, ruler of the world. For our country is destined to rule all others. Hmm? Izzy, I, I, Mm -hmm. I told you specifically not to ever mention that to anybody. Hmm. 
Which yeah, is what you said. Wait, no, wait, 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 no. wait, 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 hold, hold up. <laughs> you believe that? That you would rule the world? Yes, I believed wow. what the spirits told me. Okay. Yes, I did. As I said to Isabel, <laughs> I dare not tell you all I see in the future. God knows it. Demosthenes knows it. I know it. That is enough. Okay, see, okay. No, yes. see I'm not, I'm, yes. see, I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not including yes. ghost oh, stuff, okay? It's not ghost stuff. Okay, stop, Isabella, stop her. talking. Tell no, this stuff. It's not stuff. This is why, no. this is, it makes you sound crazy. You, you sound stop crazy. Stop talking. Hello? Stop. You know, reset, 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 how reset. How old are you? are breaking you? the format. I have to stop this. I have to stop this. Listen. Oh my God. <gasps> we are only doing interviews, planned interviews here. Next. My turn. Make way, Buck Claflin, doctor, entrepreneur, father to Victoria. You were not a doctor. You sold fake cancer cures. Fake? What's fake? Nothing is 100%. Vicky? Yes, my pig-headed, full-bosomed, arrogant daughter was, of course, serious. She was drawing men since she could walk. She was a real high ass, if you know the turn. Cause she went to politics. I wish I could pull half the schemes the boys in Washington did. Speaking of that, I have here some magic soap that Vicky personally blessed. You want to buy it? Ten dollars. No. Five dollars? No. I'll put you down for six bucks. I don't want I have it. all sorts of Victoria souvenirs at good prices. You have no problem selling your daughter her things? Selling is the American way. All stories of American greatness are about selling, making your fortune. Honest business. You're funny. Not funny like a man, but funny. No man made a fortune being honest. That is not... Vicky been playing since her first womanhood. This one game we used to run, she'd get a man up in her room charge him for the business, then I'd come in as the aggrieved father, lamenting, Lo, how you ruined my virgin daughter! We'd blackmail him good. Wait, was that Vicky or... Hey, it made some good money. You abused her. Abused is a modern word we didn't have then. You all invented that to make us look bad. You don't want fame unless your daddy gave you a slap or ignored your fuss. Normal, happy folk don't run for president. So, thank me for it. Thank you for what? All of it. Now, how many genuine Vicky Bonnets do you want? Volume discount. Victoria's father. Let's find someone else. Ah, here's a rabbi from the Lower East Side. What do you think of Victoria's run for president? Was she serious? Legitimacy. Intent. The Talmud says it is not the thought that counts, but the deed. Let me tell you a story. About Victoria? Yeah, about all of us. So not Victoria. I ignore you okay. and continue. Two rich men are at some event, and a woman comes up collecting for the widow's pension house. The first rich man, he is deeply moved, really believes in his heart in the good of the cause. He reaches into his wallet and gives five dollars. 
The second man cuts her off halfway. Okay, okay, enough. Rolls his eyes, but he's at a party. Everyone is giving. He doesn't want to look like a horse's ass. He gives her a hundred dollars. Who is the better person? The Talmud would say the second man, because the actual giving is what matters, not why you feel. You give to charity. Thoughts and prayers does not feed the poor. Actual food does. Good wishes don't plant trees. Did Woodhull run for selfish reasons? It doesn't matter. What matters is she ran, and that's that. That's that. Now let's hear from Commodore Vanderbilt, who helped finance Victoria. I am Commodore Vanderbilt, the richest man in America. My answer? She was secretly a communist and a grand harlot, charlatan who tried to steal my money through schemes and chicanery. Hmm. Buxom sister, though. Oh. If she was a communist, maybe we should ask Karl Marx what he thinks. The whole question of legitimacy is foolish because the system is so broken that there is no legitimacy to any of it. Hmm, some sister, though. Uh, thanks? <laughs> so that's... I've been waiting. Wow. I wait my turn. I am a decent man. Oh, I, I, di- I didn't see you there. I know my place. Skylar Colfax, the vice president to the great General Grant. You've heard of me. I guess. Mrs. Woodhull is a symptom of an impure age. You know it's all a trick. How did she earn? On her back. She was getting too old to attract suitors, so... That's not proven to be true. A free lover like her approves itself. That's the root of her problem. She flitted. Politics is for loyal men. If you are not a Republican, you're a Democrat. While terrible is a million miles better than what she was. Nothing. She was a woman without a party. Stuntery! I worked my way up. I carried water for the party, and I made alliances and made deals, and I bided my time. Small little changes, appointments, meetings. That's politics, not clearing yourself this or that. You don't want radicals running things. You know what you get then? War. The Civil War happened because politics became about issues instead of money, appointments, meetings. No real candidate is a radical. She lost. Pish and humbug, that's Vicki Woodhull to her immoral core. Th- thank you for that. And you sure ask a lot of men about a woman's story. <sighs> um, Victoria? Hmm. Oh, what? We all sound the same to you? All who? Dead ladies. Claflin ladies. I'm Tenny. Her sister. Mm. She's my sister. That's what I said. Mm. Is it? Sorry, my ears can be waxy. Why not interview me? Sure. That'd be great. (sighs) My sister. 
where to start. This is Tennessee Claflin, Victoria's youngest sister. For money, Victoria delivered speeches. The entrance fee was 20 cents. Across from her was another show, also 20 cents. In that show, trained raccoons would raise the American flag, play a bugle, walk a tightrope, and do laundry. When Vicky's Hall was sold out, they'd say, Let's go see the raccoons. Because it was the same. Both ideas were equally ridiculous. A woman politician and a bugle-playing raccoon. So it was a joke to people? Not a joke, exactly. A fake. (laughs) Talking is fake. Real was the pain of living. We made money, but still, you woke up and you were there in the shit of it all. I was the first woman to run for Congress. Well, Stanton, but come on. She knew poverty from books. We lived it. It coded us. So her run was... Kelly? You you are. No, all of it. The whole show. What what? No, no. Talk about her run for president. President. <laughs> Ain't no president. President is a tall tale. Presidency is just a myth we tell so we can sleep at night. This noble office that dies for the sins of backroom deals. If the people saw how it was really done, they'd string up politicians from here to Oregon. And they deserve it. That is a gross oversimplification, Tenny, and you know it. You know, it. you're a gross oversimplification. I'm just giving Tenny. my thoughts, Vicki. What are you doing? Uh, what do you think? Oh, it's not about me. Oh? Because you had me fooled with your whole... Uh, Easy, Tenny. What? My my sister, my sister, (laughs) has a gumption that can be misconstrued as a sort of merry chaos. (laughs) Is that so? You know (laughs) it is so. Now be quiet. Tenny and I were partners in our business. Just, just give me a second. We both opened a brokerage. I was the one that slept with Vanderbilt, though. You just did the reading. Well, that's, we're she not was talking the brain. about that right I now. I was a body. No, if I could um, that's what I saw. Um, the red let us stain. Let's not deal with that. Of, if I, when they if I'm not us, saying, just won't saying, um, okay, saying you're not following. following the, not, stop, sh- stop, stop, stop. This is all getting out of control. This isn't working. See, I can't have it like this. I all told these, you. No, no. No, this format is wrong too. I thought I could, all this history, I have to make it more. I have to just take the history out of it. All of you talking, I need NPR. NPR, they're always so calm and smart. Reset. NPR, modern version, that's why, yes. Reset.
You've been listening to a simple history Victoria Woodhull part two through other eyes with Kara Young as the host, Florencia Lozano as Victoria Claflin Woodhull, Zainab Musa as worker, Kate Burton as Elizabeth Cady Stanton, Jennifer Iketa as Anthony Comstock, Jacqueline Anteramian as Isabella Beecher Hooker, Dale Souls as Reuben Buckman, Buck Claflin, Kira Miller as the rabbi, Ching Valdez Aran as Cornelius Vanderbilt, Carmelita Tropicana as Karl Marx. Vianne Cox as Skylar Colfax. Daphne Rubin Vega as Tennessee Tenny. Celeste Claflin. Danya K. Washington is our director. Text is written and developed by Jonathan A. Goldberg. Sound design and technical direction by Jane Shaw. David Poe is the music advisor. Original music by Jane Shaw and David Poe. Jenny Turner Hall is the executive producer. Series created and executive produced by Jocelyn Kritsky. A Simple Herstory is produced by The Muse Project and presented by The Tank's Cyber Tank. Your tax-deductible donation to The Tank helps support work like A Simple Herstory and can help artists right now when they need your support the most. Visit www.thetanknyc.org to contribute and visit asimpleherstory.com to learn more. Thank you so much for listening.